From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 500 of the Green Industry Podcast. To celebrate today, Dr. Frank came over. I feel like it's a birthday or something like that. I appreciate you coming over to celebrate with me. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm very happy to be here. And congratulations, Paul. This is a fantastic milestone for you. Thank you. I When I started, I made a goal. I was like, I want to do 100 episodes because I knew myself at the time, and I'll get into the story here in a moment, that if I don't set a goal then what will probably happen is I'll just get defeated or I'll get discouraged. Not enough people listened or whatever would happen. And I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to make a hundred podcasts. And then at that point, I'm going to decide if I'm going to move forward or not. But until I crank out a hundred of them, I'm not going to do any evaluation. I'm going to put my head down and make a hundred. And here we are years later. And, you know, this is episode number 500. And you know, it's so fantastic, Paul, is your audience just keeps growing and growing and growing. It's very large now. And the reason why it is, is because what you have to say is worth listening to for the people that are in your market, the green industry. Well, I really appreciate it. And it just gets more and more exciting. We were talking earlier about how important it is that you actually like what you do. And I found what I, I love to do. This is just so much fun for me and, and to connect. And uh, it's it's awesome. So we're really thankful to get to celebrate this milestone with you guys and with Dr. Frank. And it's going to be a fun show. Thanks to today's uh, episode sponsors, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, the Hardscape Academy, uh, GPS Track It, and GIE Plus Expo. They're actually running a special uh, early bird pricing at only $20. But wait, there's more, Dr. Frank. They're doing 50% off with the promo code Paul. <laughs> so you got a PhD at Georgia Tech. What does that make a ticket? Well, let's see. 50% off, that'd be $10. Yeah, that's easy math right there. <laughs> and so you guys can truly get in for $10 by using promo code Paul until September 9th. And then they'll they'll jack the price up and then they'll jack it up again before the show. So get in why it's nice and, and affordable and very reasonable. Promo code Paul will save you $10. So here's the deal, Frank, if you go back with me to year 2018, I was running my lawn care business and it was really budding and growing and uh, going really well in the sense of the demand was just off the charts because I was in the affluent neighborhood and the na- the word of mouth referrals and it was, it was getting overwhelming for me. And simultaneously to that, I was working at a radio station where Mr. Producer, I met Mr. Producer. And depending on the week, I worked between 20 hours and 29 hours a week. And so my schedule could not have been any more jam-packed. I was, you know, 29 hours is a part-time job, but it's a lot. And it's an hour commute both ways, you know, it's a two hour commute on days I worked there. Plus I had my lawn care business that was just budding and, you know, high demand. So I have zero margin in my life to add anything else, right? Because I'm thinking about, you know, how do I, how do I get my life downsized? So I have a little bit more margin. So I wasn't thinking about adding anything to my life. So 
My buddy Brian Ring lives up in Stillwater, Minnesota, and he said that he wanted to give me a 48-inch commercial mower with a, a newer engine on it, and it was, it, was a, it was a used mower, but it was basically new because he fixed it all up, and he's like, I want to give it to you for free, Paul, and I'm going to give you a 5 by 10 trailer because he, he was like mentoring me, and I just needed to upgrade equipment and, and efficiencies and things like that. And I was like, I don't really want to spend 12,000 bucks on this equipment right now, blah, 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 blah. He's like, I'm going to give it to you for free. You need it. Wow. And he's like, that's fantastic. We all have people like that in our lives, looking back, that believed in us, had a vision, a positive vision for us, and wanted to help along the way. What a blessing. Yeah. So he's like, how soon can you get up to... Minnesota and get it. And I, I'm, I booked the ticket for like the next week. I was like, you kidding me? You're going to give it to me for free. And he's like, yeah, he's like, come on up and get it. He, he has, um, you know, at the time he had six or seven employees and he, you know, he had 10 mowers or whatever. And he's like, you know, this one's the backups backup. And he's like, we'll just bless you. So I flew up there, which was a big blessing because I was burning. What's the saying? Burning the candle at both ends. Right. Yeah. You were overworking. You needed some change in your life. Yeah. I, I really meant mentally. I just needed to to get to a different city and, and to really relax because I wasn't, I was working seven days a week, every single week. It just, it was uh, very unwise in, in hindsight. So I get to Minnesota, Brian picks me up in his Cadillac at the airport and, uh, we go out and he had three crews working. He has a really good route density. So we, he took me around and, and, and met the different crews. We grabbed some Culver's. He gives me the mower. I met the Minnesota mosquitoes. Those things ain't, ain't no joke, man. There was, he's like, you ain't got mosquitoes in Georgia. I'm like itching all over the place. I was like, not like this, man. And, uh, so we have a great old grand old time. And, uh, I, put, I, I rented a U-Haul to bring it back. So I sleep, uh, you know, at his place, wake up bright and early in the morning. I start driving through Minnesota, Wisconsin, and then, uh, Illinois. I think that's right. There's my map right there. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. So now I'm in Illinois and I'm just really enjoying the piece of, of, uh, there's cornfields or whatever they are, you know, not, not Chicago, but I'm in the middle of the state where it's just country. Right. And I'm driving this does for those listening have never heard the story. This doesn't like happen frequently. Okay. But I had a literal vision. I'm driving the U-Haul and somehow I stayed on the road, but it's like I went into a movie theater Wow! and I'm watching this vision and I can see radio sets like guys are in pickup trucks and I can see the radio. I can see them in these like shops where they store their equipment and I could see uh, literally I'm watching a movie now. And these guys are listening to, you You know what a CD player looks like when you're watching it. You can like the little right. sound waves or whatever. You can tell someone's listening. Mm -hmm. They were listening to their, their audio devices and they were listening to me. Wow. And I was like, well, I know I'm on the radio in Atlanta. So I, I was used to that, but it wasn't, these guys weren't in Atlanta because these guys were all over the place and they were lawn care bros and they were listening to me. Well, what does that mean, Paul? So, so I'm, well, I'm, I'm watching the vision. And then I, I come back out of the vision and I'm now I'm back on however it worked. I'm, I'm driving the U-Haul and I didn't go into a ditch. You know, I'm still driving down the road. And I was like, wow. And I heard on, you know, I heard the Lord say this to me. Okay. Internally, it wasn't an audible voice, but it was internally. He said, if you build it, they will listen. Wow. There's a movie in Iowa where they say, if you build it, they will come like a baseball field. So I knew the, 
Yeah, the movie's Field of Dreams. Yeah. And it was building the baseball f- uh, park, and if you build it, they will come, and they did. Yeah, so I heard, if you build it, they will listen. And I, I, I know what I saw, and I'm thinking, how in the world? I, I, like I, I set you up with, I had no bandwidth in a schedule. There's no building nothing. It was, I was looking at, what do I cut? Do I, I, I literally considered quitting the radio station, I didn't really consider quitting the lawn care business because I knew it was just such a good foundation for my future or whatever. But I was, so I'm like, there's no way. But I knew I heard it from the Lord and you won't, don't want to disobey God, right? So thankfully I had another 14 hour drive back. I, I stopped in Indiana and spent the night at my buddy Rusty's. Had the whole entire next day to just ponder on this, to think about it, to pray about it. And I get back and uh, Naylor Taliaferro comes to town. Yeah, I met him. Yeah long care rookie. So he comes, he's in you, he's doing YouTube series where he's getting to know pros and he's traveling all across the country on the weekends. And he's interviewing guys. And he comes down here, we go out to waffle house, the waffle house that me and you went to on new oh, year's yeah, day. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, we, we go to waffle house and we're sitting there. You know what me and you sat in the same booth. Cause I mentioned something to you. I, was oh, like, yeah, I, I, said, I said, this is the exact booth where my podcast started. Yeah. So I'm sitting there with Naylor and I just keep drinking coffee and I'm talking to him. And, and I was like, Naylor, I think I'm going to start a podcast. Wow. And he's like, you should do it, man. You should do it. He's not saying, you know, I'm looking for someone to sit me down and say, you know what, Paul, you got your lawn business. You got your radio show. You know, you got too much going on in life. You need to have some wisdom and chill out a little bit. Like, that's what I'm expecting people to tell me. He's like, go for it, man. He, He said the opposite. He's like, dude, you, you would do great. Go for it. Blah, 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 blah. And well, I had, I, I t- this was on a Sunday. So I talked to my, the bot, the general manager at the radio station. And I told him, Hey, somebody's coming down to interview me about my lawn care business. He can only come on Sunday. Is it cool if he comes to the radio station while I'm working and in between segments, you know, the music's playing and stuff like that. Is it cool if he does an interview with me? And, and the uh, general manager is really cool about it. He's like, yeah, that's fine. That's really cool. Actually that someone would interview you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So Naylor and I, uh, that, that was the first day where uh, we were already at the radio station. So I was like, well, stop, hop in the studio real quick. And he hopped on the mic and then I ended up interviewing him. And that was the first, if you go all the way back, that's like episode two, three, and four, whatever. What year are we talking about? This was October of 2018. Uh-huh. And um, those interviews with Naylor were the very first episodes. And uh, we just, you know, I had no idea that, you know, how our friendship would blossom me and Naylor and that, Years later, we'd have 500 episodes and an international audience. It's, it's crazy, Dr. Frank. Well, I'm curious though, Paul, what was the show that you were doing on the radio station? What was that? It was on, it was just on Sundays here at the station around the corner. Oh, okay. They played music and then I would just come on and, and talk a little bit. So you were like a DJ? Yeah. On-air personality. Uh-huh. And, so, and so, the, so that was like a, a start of having a voice over a media but it was um, not like what you ventured into with your own show. Well, it was a, it was, I'm very um, grateful for that opportunity. And what happened was the team there did such a good job of training me because they put me in the night watch for uh, midnight to 6am for a couple of years. And I kept talking to a guy who was on, on radio on a, he had a, a national syndicated show and made 
when I found out how much money he made, about fell out of my chair. Guy got paid a lot of money to talk about sports. Wow. A national syndicated show. Long story short, he comes to Atlanta and and, and worked. At, he was my coworker. He had a, he had a big show there and stuff like that. And I'd always talk to him. I was like, man, I I hate working the graveyard shift. Blah blah blah. He's like, oh, it's good for you, man. And and he's he said, you're getting reps. You're getting reps. You're getting reps. One day you'll appreciate. It. He's like, you're getting reps. And I was so eager to get out of that because I was running a lawn care business while I was up all night. And then I'd, I'd either go work first thing in the morning or I'd go sleep and then I'd work in the evening and then I'd work on the weekends. It was a mess. But I got those reps the, night after night after night after night, learning of how to talk on the radio without saying, um, and you know, every other word, those first few months is like, um, um, well, um, today, um, <laughs> you know, you know, um, um. <laughs> I'd sit in the general manager's office, like, well, let's cut out the ums and the, you knows and, uh, you know, the dead air. <laughs> and, and they started to teach me how to do it better. And then I ended up meeting who we call Mr. Producer. That's his nickname. And he was, you know, very influential in grooming and developing me and, and helping to me to be a better broadcaster. And one day I had a complaint from a listener because of the very first few episodes, I tried to edit everything myself and somebody said, Hey man, your show's pretty good. But the problem is I can barely hear it when I'm on my mower because the, the audio. <laughs> and, and so I can only listen to it when I'm in my car. It's a good show. But when I'm on my mower, it, I can barely hear you and your guest. And, and just thought I'd let you know, he wasn't, he wasn't trying to complain negatively. He's trying to give me positive criticism. So what'd you do with that? So I talked to Mr. Producer very, very early on in the show, very, very early on in the show. And I was like, Hey, can you show me how to do this to make it? Cause you can't just increase the volume or distort the quality. You know what I'm saying? It's not a simple, oh yeah, just make it louder. Turn up the volume. It it doesn't work like that. So I, but I couldn't figure out how to make it louder, but, but making it sound the same. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I couldn't figure it out. So I'm asking him, can you help me do this? And he starts, he's, he starts showing me, well, you, you can do this, that, and the other. And, and then he's like, you know, would you like me to produce the show for you? And I was like, okay. And, and then, you know, I was like, I'm just thinking money, right? It's like, how, how much is it going to cost me or whatever? And uh, so anyway, around the same time, we got a sponsor. Wow. Jobber was our very first sponsor. And they, they emailed me because I said I was going to do a hundred episodes and then I'd evaluate sponsors. Am I going to continue the show or whatever? And they reached out to me and they're like, Hey, we'd like to uh, sponsor sponsor your podcast, send us your rates, you know, <laughs> rates. I, I don't have any sponsors. What do I need rates? <laughs> I'm like Googling how much is a podcast for, you know, I don't know. So, so anyway, I was able to get sponsors right around the same time we brought Mr. Producer on and he started to produce my show. And then years later, now he has a, a Rolodex of, I think he has like seven or eight other shows that he produces and um, he's very good isn't he he's excellent if you guys are in the gulf of mexico one day and see a real nice boat and it says mr producer on the side <laughs> <laughs> just wave at him he's he's making big money well you know paul what i really like about what you said so far and i can't wait to hear the rest of the story because i knew a little bit about your life because we're friends here locally but i never heard a lot of these details this is a amazing story but i think it's true for all of our lives we have a vision about what we're supposed to do. And we've got to, at some point, just muster up the courage and launch out, even though it's into the unknown. And if it's the right thing that's leading us to our destiny, the right people will come along. And we just need to recognize that. Yeah. I think before the foundations of the earth was ever even formed that 
the Lord had a plan that there'd be a podcast one day mm-hmm. for lawn care professionals. Cause it's true. It's truly is transforming people's lives. Because when I started my lawn care business, Dr. Frank, I made so many mistakes cause I just didn't know my prices were too low. My efficiency was out of whack. I, I'm not going to go through my, my laundry list of mistakes, but I didn't have somebody to daily kind of show me the ropes. And so with the podcast like this and the other ones in our industry, guys can actually listen in and get real practical business strategy. And then I say all the time, I want my ceiling to be other people's floor that they can actually start where I kind of progress to and just launch out from there and just surpass. I mean, we got, we got guys listening to the show that they start their business. We had a guy start in 2017 and now he's uh, a millionaire you know, just building his lawn care business. And uh, I can share story after story right. after story. You know, pa- Paula, I also liked how you said that uh, as you, when it was finally time you had the vision and you launched out in faith and with courage, then not only did the right people show up, but you look back at the way you recounted all of that and you were prepared with little things along the way that were preparing you for some better future that you didn't even knew, know that you were preparing for at the time. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful tapestry. I, I had no idea when I was in the middle of the night, you know, 3.22 a.m. in the morning going on the radio that one day this opportunity that we'd have 500 podcasts and get to work with some really cool brands and interview some really cool people. It's incredible. I must bring up one more comment. And that is, uh, you said that you wanted your ceiling to be other people's floor. The great Isaac Newton, the greatest physicist who ever lived. And he was maybe uh, one of the smartest people that ever walked on the planet. Uh, Totally revolutionized physics and, and the way we view the world. Anyway, he said, I mean, he was highly celebrated it during his day in England where he lived and then for centuries thereafter. He said that his work was possible because he stood on the shoulder of giants, the people mm-hmm. before him like Galileo and Kepler and some of the others that uh, went before him by uh, many years prior. I, I like how you said that. That's good. When that will segue coming up, I want to share about how the community is really formed because now there's not just this show, but there's a, there's a whole directory of podcasts. And I think we've done something very, very, very unique because you saw it firsthand. You were at the hype house. Yeah. We're all friends. Right. And people, they expect us to be fist fight enemies. Oh, that's your comp. No, 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 no. We figured out if we team up together, <laughs> this thing will be a win-win-win, and uh, it's 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 truly special. So we're going to hear from today's show sponsors, and coming up, I want to talk about the evolution of this really unique story. We want to thank the Lawn and Landscape community for making GIE Plus Expo their place to reunite as an industry. Like a family reunion, thousands of dealers, landscape pros, and contractors return annually to network, share ideas, learn best practices, and make new friends. It all starts Wednesday, October 20th with the opening reception and continues into the night with free concerts in downtown Louisville. At the show, you'll have the opportunity to share experiences and brainstorm new approaches to your business challenges with friends and like-minded professionals. You don't want to miss the opening keynote, Secrets of Being an Effective Leader, presented by retired Navy four-star Admiral James Tavridis. Register now at GIE-Expo.com, and we'll see you October 20th through the 22nd in Louisville. And use promo code Paul to save an additional 50% off. 
You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? The HardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab, from initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track It has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. friends we are back it's a milestone it's a celebration it's episode number 500 wow. of the green <laughs> industry podcast just like yesterday dr frank i was over there at, at the base of the mountain with naylor doing epi- you know doing our very first interview and uh i think it was important to set that goal that i wanted to do 100 episodes because what happened was i just i just kept plugging away. I kept chipping away. I remember I was in like episode 50 and then 60 and then 70. I was like, I'm going to make it to a hundred. It seems so impossible to do a hundred podcasts. And then I remember we got there and then the next thing, you know, we got to 200 and 300, 400. Here we are at 500. Wow. And, uh, it's really been a fun ride. Well, you know what I like about your podcast too, is that, uh, when you speak, you're speaking from the heart from what you learned, uh, the things that you did wrong that in your business that you learned 
better, how to do better. And, and the things that were just great triumphs that you uh, f- had an idea and ran with it and, and it was successful. And when you speak, I guess this is what I'm trying to say is that it's like you're talking to your best friend when you speak to your audience, uh, because you like, it's a real person out there. Now it's, it's way more than just one person. It's a very big podcast these days, but you talk like you're sitting down with your best friend explaining things that you learned along the way that you think would be helpful to them. And I really like that. I appreciate that. And I, I feel, well, I think it's the feedback. I had a guy named Sandy DeLeon send me a text message today. He's like, I can't wait to get your new book. And uh, Tony Rudolph actually texted me today about you. And uh, he, he said, uh, let me read it to you. But, but he, uh, he said, let's see here. Uh, doc, uh, great podcast today too. Just like every day, exclamation mark fire. Then he said, Dr. Frank seems like such a cool guy. Well, thank you. So what happens is, and I'm not going to go down every little comment from every person, but those little nuggets, you know, each day of, of whether it's a text or an Instagram DM or an email and somebody saying, I, I had a lady email me uh, recently that said, Hey, it's my son's birthday uh, can you do something special for his birthday? Basically, you know, a little teenager and it's, it's things like that, that it's like, wow, this is impactful. And so I, I guess I take it with a, a very serious responsibility that this is, I, I want to bring my best. And, and one of the goals I've set now, Dr. Frank, is that I want every episode to be better than the one before. It's like, that slight uh, edge of uh, perspective. I didn't have the language for it, but I knew can I make this one a little bit better than yesterday's one? So that by the time we're at episode 600, that it's all look back at this and be like, man, I'm, these are better now. Right. And, I, and that's really the same principle for anybody who's in business is uh, trying to find ways and think about ways to bring greater and greater value to the people that you're serving. That's what all businesses, businesses serve others and the ones who serve mm-hmm. well do well. Uh, you don't even have to worry about the money. If you're bringing real value and you're serving well, the money will come. You just need to put the focus, any business owner needs to put the focus on bringing greater value. And I think that's why your audience has grown and grown. And I think you mentioned something earlier about the friend. You you, you were giving your observation that you feel like whoever's listening, it's like you're just talking, you're, you're, fr- you're friends or whatever. And I think that companionship that that's something that it's not just, we just don't get a textbook out. Like we're in marketing class or, or business class. It's like, okay, guys, today we're on page 202. All right. Profit and loss statement here. And we'll, we'll cover the, the important things. But I also think it's uh kind of like when I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh, you just, you pick up on all the mannerisms, right? Let's see profit timeout and just oh snuggly. Every little thing he had is like, you felt like you were friends and what he was able to do so well that I tried to pick up on is he, he would have the inside jokes that his real audience got and someone who might just have turned the radio on or listen that day, it went over their head. But the real listeners are like, oh, I know what, I know what he just said. Right. I think, I think what you're talking about also and you do very well. And that is just being authentic. People want you to keep it real and you keep it real by being who you really are. I would imagine that, um, the very best, uh, talk show hosts that are on radio, like you were talking about when you get to meet them in person, I don't think that I've ever met any of them in person, but if you did, I would venture to guess that they sound and act just like they do on the radio. You get the real deal. 
That's awesome. I'm quiet. I'm quiet in, uh, I guess when we're hanging out off air, right. I'm, I'm a little more quiet. People like get taken back by that. Cause when you're on air, <laughs> there's something called dead air. Very, one of the very first things they teach you in radio is no dead air, right? No dead air, no dead air. So it's like, I can't just get on and be like, all right guys, <laughs> the 15 seconds goes by. But, uh, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. You know, and to your point on that last one is there's a lot of famous actors or entertainers that uh, when you meet them in person, they're really introverts and they're not very interesting, but when they get on stage, <laughs> they come alive because they're doing what they love and the end, and it shows it, but it's authentic. Yeah. Nah, that, that makes a lot of sense. My first GIE ever, my buddies were like, is everything all right with Paul? And someone's like, is everything all right? And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you're just so quiet. I'm like, yeah, everything's fine. I just, I'm slow to speak and quick to listen. It's just on air. You have a different. That's right. And, and, and the two watching you as I've gotten to know you as a friend here locally, you really love what you're doing. And, um, when anyone has the opportunity to, uh, work in a mode where they get to have a full expression out of their heart of what they really enjoy, and, and what they, what they like, that's when people come alive and you do mm. come alive on, on the podcast. It's, it's really evident. That, that means a lot, Dr. Frank. And I also want to give a thank you to our producer, uh, Mr. Producer. Hopefully you'll get to meet him. I'd love to. Here, um, sooner than later, because truly guys, and, uh, I just want to express my gra gratitude to you, Mr. Producer, that what you do, there's so many little, he'll add at the end of a uh, podcast, he'll add a little movie clip or he'll do a, all these little extra things to make the listening experience enjoyable, not just for my show. Uh, right now he's producing Naylor's podcast. Uh, he's producing Caleb Allman's podcast and he's producing Brian Fullerton's, the fence industry podcast, the video creators podcast. I can go on and on and on. But I appreciate he brings a level of 40 years of experience in the Atlanta radio market, which is one of, you know, New York City, Los Angeles, Houston, Atlanta, Chicago. We're, we're one of the top five, six markets in radio because our commute times are so, you know how it is around here. Yeah. <laughs> it's congested. Okay. And so now we have podcasting, but back in the 70s, well, 70, back in the 80s, 90s, and today, the 70s, 80s, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, radio was the main platform. And so he has all this experience in radio, which now he's able to bring into pod, you know, a lot of the tension's gone over to podcasting. He's able to transfer that to podcasting. Well, he's giving us his best. And I just hope, I appreciate him. I just hope everyone else in the community appreciates that we have someone way overqualified to be our podcast producer. He, he could go produce, a, a, you know, rest in peace, but he could have, Tucking snuggly spot at Rush Limbaugh or Dave Ramsey, or he could go work for the biggest and the best. He's, he's that qualified and, and, um, and talented. Yeah. Now let me ask you this, Paul, over the time of looking over your career to get to 500 podcasts and build such a large audience that really lo loves you and wants to hear what you have to say. Uh, what have you learned along the way? How did you evolve in this as a person? Yeah, that's an excellent question. And I want to put the icing on the cake, what I was saying earlier. Just truly thank you, Mr. Producer. I, I, you guys don't understand how much he does behind the scenes to make this as excellent as possible. And th this isn't uh, a celebration without acknowledging him. To answer your question, 
we were at a hotel with uh, Caleb Wallman and, and a bunch of guys. We probably, we probably had like 15 guys in this hotel <laughs> and uh, Naylor was podcasting and he's like, be quiet, guy, you know, with the nonverbal communications. And Caleb Wallman said something. He said to me, he's like, you know who the smartest person in this room is? It's all entrepreneurs and business owners. And he's like, Paul Jamison. And I'm sitting there thinking, come on, Caleb. And, and then he explained why. He's like, you got to be the smartest guy in this room right now because you get to interview all these top business people and you get to learn from them. And if you think about it, you know, there's guys that maybe they charge 150 bucks or more to do coaching. If you, if you wanted to hire, you know, somebody, some guys rates are 600 bucks an hour. Some are 150 bucks an hour. But you have to pay just to have a one hour consultation with them. Right. Right. And with the podcast, well, thankfully we don't have to pay them 600 bucks. We'll, we'll, we'll interview them because they get the publicity. They usually do it for free. Right. But I get to learn from guys that are running business, do, businesses doing tens of millions of dollars and, and many, many, many guys I've interviewed, you know, they're running eight figure businesses. I'm sitting there just to get on a, someone's schedule like that. You have to be you know what I'm saying? It is the doors just don't open like that. So I'm learning a lot, Dr. Frank, just by getting to interview high caliber people. And what that does for, to me is it's ironing, sharpening iron. It's, it's challenging me. And then what happens the next phase of that is then the people that are listening are being blessed. So I'm being blessed. My, my two ears are, you know, I got my Q-tip out and I'm listening, right? I want to learn. And then it just automatically works its way through the show. Yeah, the best professionals in any industry are always learning. They never stop learning. In fact, uh, when you graduate from high school or graduate from college, they have the commencement address, uh, a ceremony where you dress up in a graduation gown and you get your diploma. Well, you know what commencement means? No. Commencement means you're commencing to start something. Now, that's the end of your college or wow. high school program. But they're calling it commencement, like you're starting something. And what wow. are you starting? The idea is you're commencing to a lifetime of learning. Yeah. And you were at the Hype House. I When I left that place, I felt like Superman. I mean, I literally was like, let's do this. Like, we're taking on the world. Like, it's, it's over. Because we, for one week, a bunch of entrepreneurs sat in a house. And yeah, we made content. And you guys got to watch a bunch of YouTube videos and podcasts and all that. But... When we weren't making content, we were talking about business. Like there, there wasn't a vain conversation, you know. Yeah, it was all about uh, other business. Other than when Caleb dressed up as a dinosaur or whatever. <laughs> other than that scene, we were talking about algorithms. We were talking about marketing. We were talking about pricing. We we're talking about, uh, you were talking about health. And we we're just talking about life and business. And you do that not just for one day, but two days and then a whole week. And, and you saw I was about to explode. I was so fired up after when I left the Hype House. Yeah, it was it was so exciting. Uh, but also about the dinosaur um, suit. Who was that? That was Caleb. Yeah. Well, you know what? That was business too. That was brilliant, brilliant marketing. You want to talk about that real brief? Yeah, Caleb. We were on this island, and Caleb had a sponsor pay him to get a skid steer. He took the bucket, the big bucket, filled it with ice, Gatorades, water, you know, good hydration, and then drove around this island, which is just like really condensed little island. So a big old bulldozer in the middle of the road is like, you know, what is this guy doing? And he, then he dresses up as a dinosaur. And so now here's this dinosaur walking around, giving guys at, at job sites water. 
Yeah, and he had all the drinks on ice in the bucket. In the bucket. Of the, uh, what was it called? The bulldog? Skid steer, yeah. Skid steer, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, was just a, it was just a creative idea. And uh, we just collaborated and made, made content like that. But back, back to your question about the podcast, I try to find, I've tried to find guests that I, I find fascinating and that I learn from. And so it's just, this is really, like you said, learn, I got my learner's cap on and uh, it, it really is enjoyable to, to get to hang around cool people and yeah, to what, learn. What a great opportunity for your listeners too, because you're taking the best of the best with uh, the network that you have that maybe they don't have the opportunity to have and you share it with them. Mm-hmm. And you distill the very best ideas and the very best thinking to your audience. Yeah. And it, it's really, I, I say it all the time. I want my ceiling to be your floor. I remember um, uh, Brian Fullerton called me one day. He's like, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. And I was like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you everything I got. And I, the best I got is my producer. It's like, use the same producer I use, you know, he, here's the, the equipment to buy. Here's, here's everything. And, you know, I, I helped him. And then his show has really blossomed, but, um, he's helped me. I've helped Naylor. Naylor's helped me. I've helped Caleb. Caleb's helped me. There's a, there's a rare, a rare community that you saw. Cause like you're like, wow, these guys get it. You, you told me that I think multiple yeah, times at the hype so, house. So excited you're like, these guys are so smart. Cause instead of viewing each other as competition, they, we view each other as collaborators. collaborators. It's like a springboard. It's like when you, help somebody the tide rises and all the boats go with it up yeah that's that's how they say it yeah well let me ask you this paul um this is so interesting uh as you reflect also i another thing comes to mind that i really like to hear uh, you talk about and that is um what have you looking back can you say is the part of your podcasting coming up with ideas communicating that to your audience what is it that you have come to enjoy the most? Cause it's clearly coming from your heart. You really enjoy what you're doing and that really does communicate uh, to your audience. What, how would you articulate that? What, what looking back that you have enjoyed the most about it? Yeah, I think it's a twofold. Uh, one is the companionship. So when somebody comes up to me and says a joke about Chuck in the truck or Rick's mowing or some inside joke, you know, Pookie and uh, whatever joke we got rolling on, on the show and uh, that companionship aspect that, that I'm able to connect with people like that. That means a lot to me uh, that I, I take a lot of time, energy and effort to make the podcast, but for somebody to listen and then actually appreciate it, appreciate it, connect. Right. And the joke, you know, landed on a soft heart and, and made someone smile or laugh. Um, that's definitely enjoyable. And then the, the, the business transformation, uh, to, to have somebody actually learn something from the show implemented in their life. And then it, you know, it changes their business or it helps their marriage or whatever part of business it, it, it it's a benefit to them. That makes me feel so satisfied. So you're impacting lives and that's where you get the greatest satisfaction. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, a hundred percent. And a lot of times it's not me, it's my guest, right. but I, 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 you know, they, they talk through that headset you're wearing right there and it, it made its way to Mr. Producer and uh, to the podcast platform and eventually to their ear. And something my guest said, 
you know. Yeah, but you're helping. facilitating because you're the host, but it's and you satisfying. know how to write, the, ask the right questions, and get the right in, uh, information out of them that you know your listeners are interested in. Now, one thing I've also wondered is how in the world do you come up with so many topics for so many episodes? 500 is a lot of episodes. How do you figure out what topics you're going to talk about when you're not interviewing? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's something I guess we talk about on next week's program. We'll talk about a marketing strategy right. and things like that. And I guess we've just kind of arrived on 500 because what I've kind of done is I go to these trade shows. And so they're spaced out far enough in a, you know, like a month or two in advance. So what I usually do is, for example, I'll go to GIE Expo and I'll probably get, you know, 10, 20 episodes. Then I go to Brian's event and I'll get 20 episodes. Then I'll go to Kohler's event and get 20 episodes. And then I go to Waco, Texas. You know, we just were there and we got 16 episodes. So I try to go to the live events because people like in person. And so it's more who's there who's available and, and interview them in person. And then because I have this batching of 20 episodes, well, that's four weeks of content. So it kind of just stretches out. So it's not as intimidating as, oh my gosh, what am I going to talk about next week? But then the other thing, and this, this goes back to the, to the radio world. When you, when I was working in radio, um, my coworker told me that he keeps a notebook everywhere he goes. Cause he's like, I'll be at Starbucks and you know, someone will cut me off and give me the bird and then I'll do, and I got this story, man. I'll write it down. It's like, Oh, that's going to be a good segment. And then I get, <laughs> you know, then I go to Chick-fil-A and they didn't give me my waffle fries. And he writes that down. Ah, that's going to be a good story. And so he's like, he trained me to any little interesting thing that happens during the day. People, if you thought it was funny or whatever, then your audience is probably going to think. So if something happens, I was like, oh, that, that's a podcast episode right there. And then something else will have, oh, oh, oh man, I, that's going to be an episode right there. So they just kind of organically come up. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. But, and you know what also is good is that you throw in, I'm just telling you what I like about your podcast is okay. that you throw in stories that come from your experience. People love stories because it makes it real and it really illustrates the point that you're trying to make. In fact, I would even venture to say that Comp any company, big or small, they need to get really good at telling their story mm. because the ones who are good at telling story are the ones that have some of the very best marketing in their marketplace. Yeah. And I'll win the plane here. We drove three hours or so to Jason Creole's well, grand old time. That was a really uh, fun day trip. We left 6 a.m. I picked you up. Yeah. Came back. At, it, good Lord. 285 is a mess. I was actually talking to a guy that works down there. Uh, 400 and 285. We, after a long day, we get there and the exits closed. We had to go back to, oh yeah. man. But I found it valuable to drive three hours to sit at Jason Creole's because that's, uh, you, you know, his property, his, his relationships, his finances, his career, everything about his life, I respect. And so I want to, I want to learn, you know, how can I, um, have a life like Jason basically. Yeah. And so I don't mind driving three hours to get a good interview. Cause I I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm, I'm looking, maybe you guys can't feel it on the podcast, but I felt peace yeah, on I his did, property I did too. I did. Too. It was so tranquil out there and mm. it was just so it just, it felt like this is how life's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. It was, it was good. And so I, I'll drive out there and I'll let him talk and I'm listening. And, and, and then it's just, 
it, it never seems to end. It just seems like there's always the, the right next episode. So, Well, as I hear you talk, Paul, what, what I'm getting out of this, if I had to conclude, is that you're on a journey. You've been on a journey now for quite a while. It's now gone to 500 episodes. It's been a very interesting and exciting journey. People along the way, new thinking, new ideas, learning. But you've shared that journey with your audience. As you learn, as you experience, you share that with your audience. And I think that's what people really like. They love going on the journey with you as you share it amen well dr frank thanks for celebrating with me my friend a milestone episode 500 of the green industry podcast thank you to every sponsor who's sponsored along the way i don't have a list to go through all the companies but over the years there's been a lot of companies that have sponsored the green industry podcast and mr producer actually came up with this line a while ago it really stuck with me is like support the sponsors who support the show. And so we'll put their links in today's uh, show notes. GPS track. It's running a free trial for the month of August and uh, Gulf coast bookkeeping is the bookkeepers. I use, of course, Caleb Allman's got all his resources at the hardscape Academy, uh, Brian Fullerton at the Entrepreneur Academy. And he's got an event coming up. I'm going to in Michigan in November, such a tough sell, man. It's cold. It's, overcast but i'm going <laughs> so i actually booked my ticket recently and uh gie plus expo is running an early bird special that if you were listening to this before september 9th 2021 you can register for the gie expo using promo code paul and save yourself 50 percent off again that's promo code paul p-a-u-l paul so uh, we appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate Dr. Frank coming out here. And as always, we're grateful to Mr. Producer for making all this happen. So we will catch you guys soon. Thank, thank you, you, Paul. For, thank you. Bye-bye. See ya. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Mr. Producer.